chapel and we're gonna get married going to the chapel and we're gonna get married all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to wedding pro radio your show for all things weddings whether you are a bride or whether you are in the industry we are so happy to have you here my name is Rich Leggett with Black Tie Events, and I am joined by my co-host, Abby Hillis with ACH Events. Morning, Abby. Good morning. So happy to be here. I am happy to. And listen, just so everybody knows, this show is a labor of love for Abby and I. There is not a show like it in the wedding industry, and we wanted to be able to give advice and let everybody know what's going on with weddings, answer questions. We have a lot of cool features that we're going to do every week, like top songs, Abby's going to do a celebrity news segment to let you know what celebrities are doing with their weddings. Um, She's also going to do a planner tip because she is a wedding planner extraordinaire. And uh, she's based out of Texas and does not only weddings in in the Texas and Southwest area, but destination weddings as well. So between the uh, two of us, we have over 30 years of experience in the industry. And we're going to be able to guide you through and help you get through this craziness, which is called wedding planning. So, uh, Abby, tell us a little bit about your company so everybody knows. Yeah, so I'm the owner and founder of ACH Events. I have a couple planners on my team, and we pride ourselves in just being a really personalized wedding planner. We don't have a formula that we present to each client. We look at each client as if they are their own individual self um, with their own wedding needs and wedding desires. We know that no two weddings are the same, so we just try to help make the wedding planning process as smooth and enjoyable as possible. I think a lot of people look at it as a daunting experience sometimes, and there's a lot of family dynamics you have to navigate as well as just planning a huge event. So uh, we just work really hard on making sure that we take care of each client on an individual basis and uh, really make sure that we create legit the best day ever, which we do believe can happen and make it pretty perfect as far as the client's concerned. So uh, we love what we do. We go all over Texas. Uh, do destination and just try to help any client that really matches who we are and who we are as people. We believe that just as much as the client's shopping us, we're shopping them um, to make sure that we're such a good fit for personalities because it's quite an intimate experience to be a wedding planner. Well, and you know, Abby, that's so the, the fit thing is so important, whether it's with your wedding planner or your entertainment or your florist. I mean, I think it's huge that that you have a good camaraderie and that you guys are on the same page because weddings can be so stressful anyway. So the fact that you're uh, that you're there and and you gel a little bit and can uh, help them pull that off, um, you know, I think is a huge thing for people to consider when when they are picking their vendors. So our topic, and, and let me tell you a little bit about my company. Black Tie Events is a full service entertainment company. We not only do uh, DJs for wedding receptions, we also do sound and ceremony support. We also do uplighting and photo booths as well. We are based in Atlanta, Georgia, but do weddings all over the the Southeast and uh, destination weddings as well. As a matter of fact, I am um, excited about Abby and I doing a wedding together out in Texas. So uh, yeah, super excited about that. So the topic, and just so everybody knows, we're going to have a main topic every week. And then in addition to the topic, Abby and I are going to answer a couple of questions that we got in. If you want to get a question answered, you can go to any of our social media platforms and uh, submit a question there, and we will try to get it on for the show for you. Or you can uh, email us. Abby's email address is abby at weddingproradio.com, and that's A-B-B-I-E. 
and mine is rich, R-I-C-H, at WeddingProRadio.com. So if you have a question you want to get answered on the show, just shoot it over to us, and we will try to get it on, and, and hopefully we can help you with the question that you have. So again, in addition to the main features that Abby and I do every week, we also do one main topic, and this topic, very timely, of course, is covid so um, I think that we'll all agree that, that COVID has just ravaged our industry and so many people are suffering from it. Um, our hearts go out to the people who've actually had COVID and have had a family member that's had COVID and contracted it. It is a trying time for everybody, but particularly the hospitality and restaurant industry has just been uh, just been devastated. I know it has here, Abby. I, I, I don't, I don't know um, about Texas, but it's it's just been horrible here. Yeah, we've in just in the Austin market, which is like where I live, and I'm predominantly located. We've just, you know, you see some companies who've made it out on the other side, and we're starting to really, you know, kind of pick things back up. But there are a lot that didn't make it, and a lot that are still struggling, and it's it's created such a just like tough environment um, to work and try to stay positive in. And, you know, it's one of those things where I just try to <laughs> approach all vendors with love because we just don't know what each of us are going through, right. whether there's someone who is sick or someone who's, you know, struggling financially, which I know a lot of people are outside of the wedding industry are struggling with as well uh, due to the effects of COVID and shutting down. So, yeah, it's definitely, I'm sure, as anyone else can relate, affected our industry. Yeah, it, it has had a huge effect. As a matter of fact, um, I'm pretty plugged in with the uh, the wedding DJ community and actually talked to a friend of mine in San Francisco who has not done a single wedding yet this year. I mean, it would, it, which uh, amazes me. And then San Francisco, San Francisco Bay Area just shut down again. They went to, I guess, purple status, which means everything's locked down. Nobody, nobody can do anything. So mm. it is, uh, it, it's just scary and the industry is suffering. But we want brides to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, vaccine is coming, and we're going to talk about some ways to keep things safe for you at weddings, stuff that Abby and I have seen, and we've done a lot of research on this um, to try to help you to be safe. Because if you are doing a wedding, and I will tell you, um, hopefully if you're a bride out there that's planning a wedding or has a wedding coming up, since COVID, uh, my company has done probably 60 weddings since June, since we opened back up for COVID and have not had one case of a staff member on my staff or um, any of the catering or venue staff people get sick or anybody that has attended the wedding gets sick. So you can have a safe wedding out there and there are a bunch of great ways to do that. Um, you know, the, the main thing we got to talk about, I guess, for, first off is postponements and cancellations. So um, I know that from our perspective, we are super liberal with our policy about uh, postponements. We will uh, let you postpone. I've had some weddings have postponed two and three times, pushing into 2021 and 2022. So make sure you check with your vendor and see what their postponement policy is. So you know that just in case there, you know, there's a spike in your area or your venue closes down um, and you know, they will work with you generally. And doing that because it's uh, it's um, an extenuating circumstance. It's not a normal circumstance. So most vendors are willing to work with you on that end of things. Yeah, and I would also just say that when you, whether you're in the process of, like you've already booked your vendors and you're looking to just kind of finalize everything and you're not sure if you're ready to postpone or go ahead and go through with your wedding, or if you're just now starting to book your vendors. But either way, 
you, looking at your contract and if you haven't signed one yet, um, reaching out to that vendor and asking, you know, if, if you can work certain wording into your contract that allows for postponements if they're wanting to charge a really big fee. So for example, I just had a client reach out to me. She's getting married on a Friday and she, I have a postponement fee if uh, the government is not shut down. If the government shuts down, I let everyone postpone for no additional charge. But she just asked, hey, if I'm not postponing to a Saturday, it would, would it be possible to not be charged a fee? And since a lot of people, I think outside of the industry, don't understand that when you reserve a Saturday, which is our biggest days of the year, and then you postpone to another Saturday, you're basically taking two Saturdays of potential bookings off of our calendar. So say you're a full service wedding planner and you're charging $7,000 for that Saturday, you're basically getting $14,000 worth of service from the planner's perspective for only 7,000. And so what I encourage people to understand is there's always a, a middle ground that you guys can come to. So maybe you can't postpone to a Saturday for complete free, but like ask if a Friday is okay or if a Sunday is okay. And don't be afraid to, you know, have a conversation about it and not just make it black and white. Every situation's different, every wedding's different. And so it, it's really important to talk to your vendors and understand if you're already in a contract, what your options are. And two, if you're stepping into a contract, negotiate what those terms look like. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. And what a lot of people don't understand is there's a difference. So there is a, a difference whether if the venue is shut down or the area says you physically cannot have the wedding, that is a little different than the venue being open and the vendors being available, but you aren't having the guest count that you'd like or some people can't show up and you're rescheduling that way. Those are two totally different scenarios. And um, so, you, you know, again, most vendors are a little more forgiving about, uh, you know, if you're shut down. And if you're shut down, you're shut down. There's not a lot you can do about it. But the, uh, the other scenario where you're just canceling because guests can't come um, is a little trickier for your vendors. Because, again, Abby said, you know, you're, you're taking a Saturday away and they probably turned business down for that Saturday already. So um, it, it's a great suggestion that Abby has about trying to do different dates and trying to do different scenarios and get that done. The, uh, the other thing I want to talk about, if you are having a wedding, um, there are certain things you can do to keep safe. Obviously, the first is make sure you everybody's bringing a mask and has a mask. Make sure that everybody understands. Maybe send a, a notice out ahead of time. If you're feeling well we would or not feeling well, we would love to have you there, but we'd prefer that you stay home. Plenty of hand sanitizer available. And one of the things that I've noticed that caterers are doing to keep things safe is they are doing barriers and rather than say you're having a buffet rather than um, going through the buffet everybody touching the utensils everybody kind of breathing on the food the catering staff has done really well at most of the events we've done of setting up a plexiglass barrier they actually serve the food to the guests and then pass it under so they are, are staying safe um, from that perspective from from the food end of things is that uh, is that some of the kind of stuff you're seeing as well Abby yeah, absolutely. So food and drink is definitely the first area of concern for me because it's the, one of the easiest ways to uh, spread on a mass level absolutely. at an event. Uh, so definitely having like the catering company do the self-service. A lot of the companies here in Austin right now aren't even allowing plated meals. They're forcing all clients to go through a buffet where there is a plexiglass and they serve they touch the plates, they do the plates all the way through the line. Uh, the guests tell them what they want 
and then at the end they get everything and they're only touching it once at the very end so i think that helps on like cross-contamination um, the other thing that i have seen time and time again that has been super helpful is air circulation so if you have a venue that allows doors to be open um, whether if you have to be inside but it's still allowing your doors to be open or if you can move everything outside and i know that the cdc is saying this too but uh, the air circulation is so big on keeping people healthy and safe. I did have one wedding um, that did have a few cases come back positive, and it was a closed, tight, very high number of guest attendants, and we had no air circulating, and it just makes it really hard uh, if someone does have the virus for it to get out and kind of blow through instead of just sitting and staying inside of the, the venue. Um, so I have in my own experience realized that all of my my weddings that have been outside or have had a large amount of air circulation we have had zero issues um, so that is definitely something that if you're really safe or really concerned about maybe you have older grandparents coming to your wedding that you really want to make it see if you can figure out how to keep them closer to an area where air is circulating uh, and not have them in a confined area and I think that can help obviously with wearing masks as well uh, those are showing to be highly effective. Yeah, and speaking of masks, you know what, guys, you can make this fun. You can, uh, you know, most people do keepsakes or, or something really cool to give to the guests away. Do a customized mask. Do a mask that, that whether your wedding color is blue or fuchsia or, um, you know, pink. Do a customized mask with your, your, your wedding date and, and your name on it and hand those out to the guests because one, you're ensuring that if people who didn't bring a mask will have one and two, it just kind of adds a fun atmosphere to everything. So, so you know, we, we definitely want everybody to be safe on that end of things. One of the other things I wanted to touch on that may ask, um, that may help with safety is that uh, everybody has a different comfort level when they're at a wedding mm -hmm. reception. Some will, will want to let you hug them and talk to them. Some are, are, you know, will do a fist bump but still keep their distance. And some don't want, you know, want to be way far away. So there, there are two different recommendations I have on that. The first one is spread out do do your venue in a couple of different rooms um you know usually your entertainment um provider will be able to furnish speakers for different rooms so everybody can hear everything that's going on and nobody misses anything so spreading out is key the other thing i've seen i don't know if you've seen this abby are the colored wristbands so the oh yeah I, I love those and i've had my brides get the colors based on their wedding so they like they match and they go with it yeah and i you know i've seen the ones that are red uh like the stop sign it's red red green or green red and yellow yellow yeah. yeah yeah and the red means stay away don't come anywhere near yellow means yeah i'm okay a little bit and green says give me a hug so um <laughs> i i think i think those are great ideas for for keeping things safe also you may want to dwindle your numbers down a little bit obviously the less people you have um, the more you have, and I know that is a tough, tough thing to do because usually once you start planning a wedding, uh, first thing you do is, or one of the first things is do a huge guest list and knock that out. And, uh, and you know, you may have 200, 250 people or more. Um, so, and people are super understanding about that. Um, one of the ways that they can still partake in the wedding without doing, um, without having the guests, so say you're cutting your guest list down, but the grandparents can't make it, they're afraid of maybe getting getting the virus, is uh, do a live stream. There are plenty of companies out there that will do a live stream of the ceremony and then the reception, and they'll set up a URL for you on um, YouTube or on one of the other streaming channels, and people can still partake and watch and enjoy and celebrate with you. They just don't have to be there in person. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we've been using live stream this whole fall and it's it's been amazing. There's so many people that have gotten to witness the wedding and the ceremony and even we've had some live streams of even the reception and the, and the party and it's been so fun because people still feel like they get to be there well and not only that what people don't realize with the live stream is you're also getting a video so you know you can record it so you're kind of you're kind of killing two birds with one stone you're not only live streaming but then if they set it to record you can actually have a video of the whole day right there without um having to hire the videographer to do double duty for you that's so true yeah that's that's definitely true and i think some people look at having to lower their guest count as you know a negative thing and and something that can be really frustrating but i'm all about perspective and kind of trying to see things in a positive light half glass half full type of person and one of the cool things that I've witnessed with these smaller weddings that we're having in Texas is they're so much more intimate and you can tell that every single person that is there attending is there 100% for the bride and groom and it is so cool to get to witness that and not just have some people there that are like I don't even know who these people are but we're here anyway because that can happen sometime and there's there's guest lists uh, that have a lot of extra people that uh, maybe it's the the parents family friend or something like that that the bride and groom don't truly know and it's been so cool to witness just like you know hundred people or less gatherings of just like full-fledged love for the couple getting married and it's been super fun to witness that yeah I agree and I think the term now that's going to be uh, popular at least while um, while we're dealing with uh, COVID-19 is micro weddings so that's exactly what Abby's talking about uh, scaled down versions of the weddings Usually the ceremonies are outside um, to keep people safe. So a lot of uh, a lot of good aspects to that. And she said, you know, it's a lot more intimate, but you see, um, you, you know, you can just feel the love from these small groups for these uh, these clients that are doing that and uh, dropping down and cutting their guest list down. Absolutely. So, Abby, anything else you want to touch on on COVID weddings? I think we've given everybody a lot of great information. Again, if you have any questions that you want to add, if something that we didn't answer, um, we'll be happy to do that on a future show. Uh, again, you can go through all our social media platforms to do that, um, or you can email Abby at A-B-B-I-E, Abby at Wedding Pro Radio, or you can uh, email me at Rich, R-I-C-H, at Wedding Pro Radio. Yeah, and I think just... It's obviously a trying time for everyone, but just really try hard. I coach all of my clients through this is just perspective is everything. And, you know, we're dealing with something that's drastically affecting all aspects of our life. So the more that you manifest on the negative things that are happening, the harder it will be to create such a positive, awesome day. So just try to look at the wedding planning as a full, look at the positive things that are coming out from it. And I promise it will help make it a better day. I agree. Weddings are a happy occasion, and um, you guys, we're going to get you through it one way or the other, and, and <laughs> you're going to make it through the other side, and everything is going to be great. So just know that going in. Um, trust your professionals to guide you the way they can, yes. um, because that's why you hire these folks. That's why you hire folks like Abby, and, and you hire folks like me, is to give you the advice and help you stay safe and help you get through it. So we are going to uh, take a break, and uh, we also want to mention our sponsors real quick. Um, DJ Songlist, which is an amazing uh, planning tool for brides. It is actually an app that you can download through the Apple App Store, and it will allow you to do playlists. It even has a ceremony section and a wedding reception specialty song section. 
But the cool thing is you can preview songs in it, you can go through and listen to them, and then you can throw them on a playlist, which you actually email to your DJ or band right through the app. Um, also, ACH Events is one of our sponsors, which is Abby's company, and uh, she talked a little bit about that, and we are so proud to have them in here. And then my company, Black Tie Events, is a sponsor as well. So um, we're going to take a break and pay a couple of bills and be right back with more Wedding Pro Radio. DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy-to-use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be. Welcome back to Wedding Pro Radio. We are so glad you are here with us. So we talked a little bit about COVID weddings and hopefully that information helped you out. But Abby and I each week have some really fun segments that we're going to do for you. And the first is Abby is going to give us updates on celebrity news. And basically she's going to tell us what's going on in the in the wedding community, where the celebrities are doing it and how they're doing it and uh, all the cool stuff that's going on with there. So what do you got for us this week, Abby? Yeah, so country star John Party married his longtime love, Summer Duncan, back in November. And as I was doing my research and kind of trying to decide who I wanted to cover, I picked them because their story is just so cute and so sweet. But it was also good to see there are a ton of other celebrities that have, just like the rest of us, had to change their wedding plans, right? Uh, John and his wife had previously planned to do this big, huge bash Memorial Day weekend in Montana. And they were going to have all their families and friends out there. It was going to be a whole weekend-long celebration. And obviously, COVID changed plans. And so they decided to kind of switch gears a little bit. And they had a much smaller wedding closer to home. And, you know, they had the luxury of being able to have all of their guests tested prior to the wedding. So that was one of the ways that they got to stay safe. And then um, they did, uh, they had custom I don't if you guys know John Party, uh, he's known for the quote party time uh, playing off of his last name. And so they had custom party time masks made oh, for all so the cool. guests. So kind, kind of going back to what you were talking about when we were talking about COVID weddings, it's just like, how can we embrace the COVIDness of weddings? And they totally did that. Well, uh, it was really awesome. And, and you know what, Abby, it just goes to show if it can happen in Montana, which is where they were having their wedding. It can happen anywhere because Montana is so spread out and it's one of the states. It's not a New York and it's not an L.A. You would think that uh, you would think that they could pull it off pretty easily there. But it just goes to show it can it can happen just just about anywhere. And, um, it, you know, so, so don't feel discouraged if if uh, COVID's making you change your plans a little bit. So, uh, you know, good for them that they got they got to pull it off and, and rescale. So they did it just this past November. Yeah, and they did it um, at this really amazing venue that was closer to home, and they were able, kind of what I was talking about earlier, of trying to create that ventilation uh, for your guests, and so they did a flex indoor-outdoor space, and they had heaters and extra ventilation, so that way uh, people could stay a little bit safer and feel comfortable, 
and you know they made it super intimate john murphy uh john party's best friend was their officiant which is adorable and oh, i always so love cool. when i love it when couples choose someone close to them to officiate their weddings i think it makes it that much more personable and uh it was even more fun because summer the bride had she was like you know what we're gonna make this as fun as possible she had this gorgeous you know hand designed gown that she wore for the ceremony and then for the reception she decided to change into a cute jumpsuit and party away and they just i thought their story was really cute because they again taking making lemonade out of lemons and they were gonna get married no matter what and find a fun exciting uplifting way to still make it happen and they still plan on having a big old party in 2021 but for now this is what they did and it was really cute yeah and you know that that's that's a that's a great story and the great thing about it is that that it's so relatable to everybody else that is going through this and we talked a little bit earlier when we were talking about covid about micro weddings so there's nothing to say that you can't have a small wedding and then have a party like john party um sorry about the pun on words <laughs> like john party is down down the line and ha- and have a bigger get together and um you know so so you just got to do what's best for you as far as moving forward with this and it just goes to show celebrities feel it just like we do Right, yeah, they're just like one of us, which it was It was nice to just, when I was reading through all the different celebrities that got married this year, you know, they all had to pivot, they all had to make different plans, they all had to adapt, just like the rest of us, and I think that's something that's interesting that COVID has done, is it's impacted everyone equally, it's not, you know, there, there's no one that is immune to being affected by COVID, and so, uh, you know, it's they're a great way to show that we're all going through this at the same time, and all going through it together. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. So um, that was great information. John Party, congratulations to you for getting married. And um, listen, Abby and I are available for invites for your uh, 2021 party. So uh, send, send them oh, our way. Right. We, we will be there. We will be there with bells on. So um, Abby, we have our first question. And just so you'll know, and I've repeated this a couple of times, if you want to get a question on the show and you want us to try to answer a question and help you with it, you can go through any of our social media platforms. You can go to Facebook and look up Wedding Pro Radio, uh, Instagram, um, Twitter, and send us questions that way. Or you can email us directly. Um, You can reach me at rich, R-I-C-H, at weddingproradio.com. Or you can reach out to Abby at Abby, A-B-B-I-E, at WeddingProRadio.com. And we'd be happy to answer your questions and throw them on the show and uh, just keep listening every week. And hopefully we'll get, we will get you in. Uh, so our first question of the, the show is from Erica in Alexandria, Virginia. And Abby, this one is totally up your alley. It's your area of expertise. I'm going to throw in what I can here and there. But I am turning the reins over to you <laughs> for this one. It is... Um, what is the difference between a day of planner and a full-time planner and which should I choose? Well, that's such a good question. And when you're first starting out, it's really good to know uh, the difference between the two and just the options that you have. So uh, if you're the type of person planning a wedding that you're type A, you have all your ducks in a row, you're really organized, you use spreadsheets to stay organized, you probably use Google Drive to stay organized, then you may uh, only need a day of planner. I actually despise calling it day of because even for us, it's we are communicating with vendors weeks before, so it, at minimum, I would say it's called month of. Yeah, it's, ne- um, it's, never, it's never day yeah. of. Yeah, it's funny. So 
you know, people think like, oh, I need a day of coordinator because I think that that's like the term that a lot of like the nod and the and wedding wire put out. But if you were to hand a planner a timeline the day of the wedding and have no conversations before then, it would be absolutely terrifying to be that planner. So I at minimum like to call it month of, but a month of planner is perfect for someone who really just has it all together, has no problem reaching out, getting quotes from different vendors, vetting them, understanding who they mesh really well with, and then uh, you know working logistically to put all of the pieces together. And then there's, there's definitely full-time, which is literally the exact opposite. You can think of a full-time planner as like pretty much someone who's becoming your wedding best friend. They're gonna be there every step of the way, go to majority of the meetings with you, catering, tasting, help you vet uh, all of your vendors and match you with people that, you know, match your personality and your needs and wants that you have for your wedding. They're gonna help you budget. They're gonna help you create the logistical timeline of everything and converse with all of their vendors. So it's literally, you know, if you are, a lot of times my full service planning clients are people who are really busy people. Um, I've got yeah, totally a client right that. now. Yeah, they're up in Washington and they're both doctors. They don't have time to plan a wedding, but they wanna get married. So, uh, you know, I'm helping them from start to finish do their entire wedding. And it's actually kind of crazy. They're coming down to Austin for their wedding and they will not even see their venue until the day of their wedding, which is wow. crazy to me. That is, that is but, crazy. Right? But they, they're they like, you know what? Well, you've got this. We trust you. So that's pretty much like the big difference in month of um, and full time. And then obviously, like myself and tons of other planners across the nation, we have packages kind of in the middle. Sometimes they call it partial planning or custom packages. And that's really good too to ask about if you're uh, looking at hiring a planner, which I highly, highly recommend because um, they can help cater to just what your needs are. Like maybe you just want help with the design aspect and you want them to come to a florist meeting with you or rental meeting with you. Um, you know, that's a good little hybrid between only kind of uh, having help right before the wedding and having help the entire time. So um, there's definitely different packages that fit different needs and it's it's definitely worth looking into and understanding what you need. Well, and I will say the key to that, especially if you're handling a full-time planner, which I totally recommend having a full-time planner because not only have they vetted all the uh, all the vendors for you in advance, they know the best of the best and the people to use that are going to do the best job based on the vision you have for your wedding. But also, it takes so much stress off of you. So if you're going to hire a full-time planner, again, which I recommend, do it from the get-go. Make sure that is one of the first things that you do because then they can guide you from that starting point all the way through the rest of the process and uh, and help you with, with everything. And, you know, to be honest with you, the budget restraint isn't, isn't that much more to hire a full-time planner than a day of planner. A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to save a ton of money. You actually don't save a, a ton of money. You, you save some money, but it's not it's not enough for the all the extra benefits you get to have a full time planner there that's going to guide you step by step through every aspect of the process, keep you on task, keep you doing the things you need to do, and the biggest factor with all that is eliminate a ton of stress. That's I'm so glad you mentioned that about budget because that's something that I really try hard to educate my clients, especially when they inquire about our services is the cost of a wedding planner and to to a lot of people you know if they hire you rich they're getting a direct service they're getting the music provided for their wedding so exactly. that like makes sense that you have to pay for that but when they look at us they're like well what are you 
providing and I want to be like it's sanity it's like peace it's happiness like those are all the things that we're providing and what people don't even realize is you know there's a lot of photographers I work with DJs I work with bands that I work with that all, all offer some sort of discount if they know clients are working with me because they know I'm going to take care of a lot of the headache so I'm going to make sure that the logistics are down. The photographer is not going to have to become the wedding coordinator the day of because there isn't one. So their life is easier and they're willing to, you know, extend a discount strictly because they know that they're going to be taken care of just as much as the client's going to be taken care of. Yeah, we so do. you can actually end up saving money that way. Yeah, absolutely. And we do that as well with all, with all the planners we work with. I think we have 60 planners um, here in the southeast that refer our services out, which is great. And yeah. um, we offer discounts to every single one of our clients that comes in from a planner for that exact reason. Yep. We know exactly what we're getting. And the other thing that can't be understated when you're having a planner and the planner's recommending vendors is they're, they're already meshed. The, the planner already knows what, what the band or the DJ or the florist or the caterer is going to do and what their expectations are. And there's no learning curve there. And that right. there's a lot to be said for that. Um, because it's almost like symbiotic. I know with a lot of the planners that I work with here and, um, and working with Abby in the future, she and I are already going to have a game plan in mind. I'm going to know what she's thinking. She's going to know what I'm thinking. And it's going to make for a flawless day. And in the mm -hmm. end, you want that to happen for your event. You don't want a bunch of drama um, you know, coming up the day of that can't be handled because you didn't pre-plan and because you have a vendor that's not familiar with everybody else and what's going on. It's so true. A good vendor team 100% makes or breaks a wedding. It's so true. I agree. So, Erica, I hope that answered your question. If you have any more and uh, you want to reach out to Abby and I, um, we threw the email addresses out earlier and we will do it again throughout the show. So thank you so much for your question. So another cool segment that we're going to do every week is called Wedding Trends. And what we're going to do is kind of tell you some fun things that are going on in the industry and fun things you can do for your wedding. Every year, new and exciting and cool things pop up. Um, everybody's trying to put a different twist on their wedding or make it a little unique or a little different. And the one I want to talk about is a spotlight dance. Abby, are you familiar with the spotlight dance? Yes, and I love them. I love them so much. <laughs> so a spotlight dance, in case you don't know, um, usually at a wedding reception, it can be even, even when you hire a professional like Abby and you have a great vendor team, it still is a little hectic. You're running around, you're visiting guests, you have to do your photos, um, you know, you're pulled over here to cut the cake, and the bride and groom typically don't get to spend a whole lot of time together. There's not a lot of intimate moments that they get to have besides maybe their first dance, and even then, you know, they have 150 people watching them and flashes <laughs> going off, and it's, it's just craziness. So a spotlight dance, just in case you wanna know what it is, at the end of the night, um, most couples will do a last dance of the evening, and that's for the guests and the couples to kind of celebrate the end of the evening. They pick a song, they do a last dance together, and then all the guests are ushered out for a send-off, whether they're doing uh, glow sticks or flower petals or whatever, they're organizing for the send-off. So the spotlight dance is actually a dance where the bride and groom get to do a solo dance with nobody in the room but the entertainment that's providing the music for them, and maybe the photographer and the planner, and they get that very special moment at the end of the reception. And uh, they're absolutely amazing. Every time I do it, I mean, you can just see the love in the bride and groom's eyes and the sigh of relief that, hey, the night's over and I get to spend this last moment with you. They're just great. 
it's such an intimate and sweet time. It's that's why it's one of my favorite. You know, the first dance is amazing, and you'll never forget your first dance. But I also feel like a lot of people will never forget their last dance on their wedding night, just because all the nerves are gone, all the intensity is gone. A lot of times there's you know a few more drinks had so you're you're a little bit more relaxed yeah and they just like they they just get to love on each other and soak it all in like one last time it, instead of just going like straight for the send-off and which is also you know rowdy and wild it's so fun to have that last moment of just peace and quiet you're a song you know I always tell my clients make sure your DJ knows a song to play for that that dance because it has it's just as important as your first dance song like that needs to be a song that you guys it's like near and dear to your hearts and that you it really represents y'all's love because that's like what makes it you know that much more special and you know they get to soak it in the pictures of that last dance from the photographer and the video from the videographer is always so sweet and then it's like ramp up yay ready to go for the send-off so uh, yes i love this trend absolutely and you know one of the things that i tell my clients abby is that with a spotlight dance, usually a bride and groom are kind of conflicted on their first dance. They have, you know, two or three different choices and they end up picking yes. a one, but there's always a second favorite song that just didn't make the cut for the first dance, but that they love and is special to them. And uh, nine times out of 10, that's the one I recommend doing for the spotlight dance. And they're like, oh my yep. gosh, I didn't even think of that. So we get to have both these great songs that we both loved. And I'm like, absolutely. And, and you know, again, it's such a tender, a sweet moment at a wedding reception that you can do and and it just kind of ends things the perfect way for the end of the evening also i will say as a planner i selfishly love this because it's an excuse to get everyone out of the venue a lot of times we're up against an end time where we have to have everything cleaned up about an hour to two hours after the event ends so it's really awesome to encourage people who have been consuming alcohol all night to be like, look, this is the last chance for the bride and groom to have a dance by themselves. Let's not interrupt this. Let's everyone get outside. And it ends up being such a smooth, easy, logistical way to get everyone outside because they don't want to impart, like, impose on that moment. So it makes it so much easier from the planner's perspective, too. So I love it selfishly for that reason as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I will agree, although I will tell you. It, 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 that, it, that it's kind of funny and you've probably run into this a couple of times before you always have that drunk cousin or that that uh -huh. drunk co co-worker who just wants to sit there and gab with them and gab with them and, while you're trying yes. to get ready for the spotlight dance and you're having to say um listen they want to do this dance now can you just head outside yeah yeah just give me one more minute and then they start gabbing again and then you're just like okay we, we really got to go we really got to do this dance or guests waiting outside so it's funny, but it's a great trend. And again, that's a that's a, one of the things we're going to do every week as you tune in to uh, Wedding Pro Radio is do a cool new trend that uh, may help you and may be a great idea for your reception. So we're going to take a break and be right back right after this. DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy-to-use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Wedding Pro Radio. So glad you guys are tuning in and with us. And again, we do a bunch of cool segments every week, uh, celebrity profiles on their weddings. Um, Abby does her planner tip of the day. Um, one of the fun segments that I like to do, especially as a DJ and a DJ entertainer, is give you some of the top songs that you can use for your wedding reception when you are planning, uh, planning your event yourself. And our top song segment is sponsored by DJ Songlist, which is an amazing uh, planning app to help you with your music. Uh, the cool thing about it is you get to create playlists and then email them right to your DJ or band directly from the app. So we are, uh, we're glad that DJ Songlist is sponsoring this segment. So Abby, the songs this week are top sing-along songs. So every, yes. I know, I love this. So everybody knows that uh, at wedding receptions, there are a group of songs that you can play that people not only dance to, but they can sing along with out on the dance floor. And it creates such a fun atmosphere. And so between DJ Songlist, which gets millions and millions of brides to uh, submit playlists, we, we pulled those. I also have a pretty big, um, big group of DJs from all over the country and Canada and Europe. And I pull them each time we're doing this segment. And between the two, it gives me a list of some of the top songs. We're going to do top five, but uh, top sing-along songs. And Abby, we got some honorable mentions that I wanted to talk to you about first. So we got a huge list, and I broke down and just broke them down into the ones that were getting the most votes, um, either through DJ Song List or from the DJs that I polled through the DJ community. Um, and the honorable mentions are the Grease Mega Mix. Are you familiar with the Grease Mega Mix? Gosh, I don't know that I've ever heard that. So it is a mashup of all the great songs from the movie Grease. And it's about, I'm obsessed. It's about <laughs> six minutes long, and it goes through each song individually, ending with You're the One That I Want, which is the, the duet with uh, John Travolta and Olivia yes. John. And people love that one. So that, that got the honorable mention. Piano Man by Billy Joel is another one that people do. Um, I mainly got that response from a lot of the Northeast DJs. Uh, Billy Joel's huge up in the Northeast and uh, mm -hmm. specifically the New York area. And uh, a lot of people love that song. It's also a fraternity song, and I can't remember which fraternity it is, but sometimes you'll get fraternity brothers or sorority sisters who'll want to sing a song at a reception or do a special presentation with a song, and that is one of them. Um, also, honorable mention, All Night Long by Lionel Richie, which is a great 80s song. And uh, Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. So you can see the trend. A lot of these are older songs. Um, and I think the reason for that, Abby, is that you have such a big cross-section at wedding receptions. You have the grandparents and then the parents and then the bride and groom and then their friends. So these are songs that have kind of stood the test of time that everybody seems to know. And uh, the more generations that know the songs, obviously the more people you're going to get to dance to them on the dance floor and sing along with them. Yeah. Um, the other one, if you're a country fan, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I love that one. And, and usually you will get uh, people want to sing that when they've had a few more drinks in them and really <laughs> belt that one out. And love and hug on each other. I feel like they like people put their arms around each other and sway normally to that one. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Dancing Queen is another one that got quite a few votes. Okay. I... I just absolutely love the Spice Girls wannabe. And I feel like that's maybe more of like a female get down and sing along. But I swear every time that song comes on, it's probably me also joining in on the dance floor with my clients. But that one's a super fun song. Yeah, I, I love I love that one as well. 
And, you know, that brings up a good point. So why don't next week on the show, when we do top songs, why don't we do top girl songs? Songs where you can get a you can get a group of girls out there and they can just dance and go crazy to a girl. Oh, song. that could be really fun. Okay, I'll All work right. on that. All Let's right. do that. All right, so we'll do that. Um, another one, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Um, Ooh, good. If you good. like rock music, there are a couple of really good rock songs that you can play at a wedding reception if you want to break up the tempo a little bit. Living on a Prayer is one of them. You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC is another mm-hmm. one. Pour Some Sugar On Me by Def Leppard is another one. So those are all good rock songs that you can not only sing to, but you can dance to. Um, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. And I think this one may also pop up on the girls list because I get a lot of people requesting that one for a girls dance where they want to get all their girlfriends out and sing that one. Um, yep. And then uh, Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison, another one people sing. And um, usually if you have a bride that has brown eyes, people are requesting it like crazy, saying, hey, play this for the bride. She's got brown eyes. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, so anyway, those are, the, uh, those are the honorable mentions. So we have our top five. And the top five, we actually have a tie at number five. And um, the first one that we have is I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston, which is a great song. And... Uh, People seem to love this one. You know, it's a, a old 80s, early 90s song, um, yeah. but people send, sing along with it and just have a great time on the dance floor with it. And it's so timeless. I feel like even, you know, 18-year-olds that are at weddings can can know that song and dance to it. That one's like an amazing everybody knows song. I agree. Now, now you know, the other song that's tied at number five is uh, is one that you were kind of surprised at when we were doing this list, but I got to tell you, as a DJ, I have people request this one all the time, and I usually play it toward the end of the night as a last dance song, or right before the last dance song, because mm-hmm. uh, you, you know people tend to dance around and jump up and down and, and sing it, and that's Mr. Brightside by The Killers. I was so surprised to see that on there, but it does make total sense because literally, even as I just like hear it, I like want to start singing. Cause I'm Exactly, exactly. So those are the ties at number five. And what we're going to do is uh, then go to number four. Number four, a classic from the 80s. And it is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. You can't, you can't make a list without that song. That song is like, I don't know. It's going to go down in like the Legends book or something. You know, uh, one of the cool things that I do sometimes if I want to do something special at a wedding reception is... I will actually have all the guys gather around the bride and get down on a knee and sing like the first 30, 40 seconds of this song and everybody just absolutely loves it and goes crazy with that one. Oh my gosh, I love that idea. Yeah, That's it's, so it, fun. It's a, it's I might a, steal that. <laughs> it's, it's a great idea. Well, I'll do it at the wedding in Austin when, when we're doing yes. the wedding together in Austin. So yes, um, let's do it. Coming in at number three is Abby, I know, is one of your favorites, and it is Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Anything Bruno just makes my heart happy. <laughs> I love Bruno Mars, and he's one of my favorite artists. I think he is the Michael Jackson of the current era and Agreed. does a great job with his, his music, and pretty much any song you play by Bruno Mars, people will dance to. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number two is a older song but one that everybody loves to sing and it is Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. 
absolute classic. It's an, I mean, you can't go wrong with Sweet Caroline. It, it, it is an absolute classic, and it's one people love. And if you're doing an oldie set at your uh, at your wedding reception, you mix it right in. You can even mix it in with Brown Eyed Girl and, and do those mm-hmm. two back to back, and it, and it just makes a great combination. And number one, are you ready for the number one, Abby? Let's do it. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, the song everybody can sing to, YMCA. And I know some people hate this song. It's it's considered an interactive dance in the DJ community, along with Cupid Shuffle and the Cha-Cha Slide and that kind of stuff. But so many people will dance to this song and get out there and, and just do their thing while this song is playing. Um, you can even do, there's a little dance you can do that goes with it, and it's just a lot of fun and creates a lot of great energy at a wedding reception. I feel like even, like, the ring bears and the flower girls get into it, too. Absolutely. Like they're, like, trying to mock, you know, the older people with doing their arms to make out the letters, and it's, I don't know, it's really cute. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, I don't think age, there's an age preference for YMCA. I think they even do it at middle school dances, so, uh, <laughs> so I think that's why the young kids can do that one as well. So that, that was our top songs, um, sponsored by DJ Songlist. We hope you guys enjoyed those. Uh, throw those on your playlist if you want a good sing-along song and, and uh, give those to your DJ or band and have them work those in, and they will definitely work on the dance floor for you. Um, so next thing we have up is, is a question from Rachel in Ocean City, Maryland, and it is, should I hire a band or should I hire a DJ? And Abby, I know that, that, uh, that you have some thoughts on this, so what are you thinking? I think first and foremost, there are pros and cons to both. I, you know, kind of depends on the vibe you're trying to create, what things are important to you. Um, They're both great. I don't know that you can really go wrong. I think the biggest thing that before we kind of get into the pros and cons that when booking entertainment, whether it's a DJ band or, you know, anything acoustic for ceremony or cocktail hour dinner is uh, cheap is not always better. Uh, there are a lot of people in the wedding industry and I've had you know clients book a not as expensive DJ or not as expensive band and the day is definitely reflective of that price Uh, seasoned DJs come with a little bit more of a price tag and there's a reason for that they're better at filling the spaces in the middle of the wedding when you're moving from one thing to another they're better at going off on a whim if something changes immediately in real time Um, so you know, bands all, gosh, I had this one time where uh, that lead singer of a band took her shoes off and was just dancing shoeless the whole night at like a <laughs> black tie event. And, it, you know, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's like, you're like literally the leader of this celebration. And we, I, professionalism matters. And, you know, so I, I say that very strongly is the price is definitely can be a reflection of the service that you're going to get so make sure that you're what whether you choose dj or band that's like my first piece of advice i agree and i will give a couple i'm partial because i am a dj and i do run a dj (laughs) entertainment company so so i i I lean toward djs but i will tell you the breakdown uh, hands down i think if you want a lot of dancing and and just a wide selection of music you hire a DJ. Um, they and I agree with you on price. Do not do not go cheap on your DJ or your band. They're they're charging a premium for a reason because everybody wants them because everybody loves them and they're doing a great job. So that's why their prices may be a little bit higher than some other guys. Um, so if you if you want a wide variety of music, I mean there aren't a lot of bands that can go from Frank Sinatra to Bruno Mars. So 
keep that in mind because you have a big cross-section of people and if you want a wide variety of music um, that's the important thing bands are great if you if you want the live entertainment aspect if if you think that some people aren't going to be dancing and just want to be entertained and watch the band play they are awesome for for that end of things and um, there are some great great wedding bands out there so you guys can do really well by by finding those and either get those planner recommendations or from your venue or wherever um, the only other factor I would say to consider if you're doing band versus DJ is um, having an MC because one of the mm-hmm. things a DJ a good DJ will do for you is also MC the event and that is hugely important when you have somebody announcing the wedding party and announcing the cake and all the special events that are going on in addition to being able to hype the crowd every now and then um, I think that's a big factor in band versus DJ totally and kind of going back to you know a band being a more of a form of entertainment for the guest. You know, an example of that is I had a client who had a much older guest list. They were an older uh, themselves, and then the the guests who were attending were their parents and their parents' friends. And they knew that dancing wasn't going to be a huge component of the night, and they had a bigger budget. And so I recommended a band, and it ended up being an awesome choice because they were able to play during you know the special dances and the first dance, but then. Uh, guests were able to just kind of sit back and enjoy the night by watching people perform. So if that's kind of more your style of wedding, I would say a, a band is a great option. Uh, something that, you know, I love DJs for is there's an incredible personal experience that happens when you have a DJ. Uh, I encourage my clients to try to meet with their DJ at least once, if not twice, before their wedding so the DJ can understand their personality. Right. And if the DJ knows their personality, they can cater the music and the night towards that and a band can do that as well but again a dj has an an unended list of songs that they can pick from and pull from and they can play to the client's exact type of style like i've had a client you know here in austin we're a much more eclectic type city and so i have clients who don't like the mainstream music and they want you know their music that they listen to every day be the music that they play at their wedding and djs can make that happen a lot easier uh, if, if the song is not on the band list, then they either have to learn learn it. Sometimes they charge the client that cost. It just kind of there's those logistics that you have to work through. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I totally agree. So there's just yeah, I mean, and and again, budget too. You're for a band, a lot of times they're a ten piece band, and you're having to pay for ten people to be up on a stage and designate their night to your event. Whereas a DJ, it's maybe one or two people. So the cost naturally is is typically less for a DJ than it is for a band. So if you're someone that has less than the budget for entertainment, um, DJ may be a better option for the sheer fact of it taking less uh, budget. I agree. So, um, Rachel in Ocean City, Maryland, we hope that answered your question. The show up, hope you guys had a good time. Abby, it was so much fun. I hope you had as much fun as I did doing this. I had so much fun. I am so excited to bring you guys this show every week this year. I'm just really excited. So, we wanted to thank our sponsors, uh, DJ Songlist, ACH Events, and also black tie events. Quick note, if you want to get questions to us or if you want to find the show, you can find us on WeddingProRadio.com or pretty much any place you get a podcast. We are going to be podcasting from there as well. Uh, also, we want to thank uh, Big Talk Del Marva Radio Network, which is airing the show up in the Northeast for us. And um, I'm excited for next week, Abby. We are. Uh, what's the topic we got next week? We are chatting all things uh, for planning. And just if you're engaged, we know that uh, engagement season was just upon us. And so we're going to just dive into 
what's next after you're engaged? That's going to be a great topic and a lot of good information there for everybody. So if you want to reach out to Abby and I with questions and you want them on the show, again, it's rich, R-I-C-H, at WeddingProRadio.com or Abby, A-B-B-I-E, at WeddingProRadio.com. Again, you can go to our website, WeddingProRadio.com, and listen to episodes of the show. Also, on any uh, platform that you have for podcasting, it will be available there. And uh, we look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Hope you enjoyed the show. Tell your friends. uh, If you have a bride that's getting married, tell them. And um, also tell people in the industry because I think the show is, is designed for them as well. Yeah, and thank you guys so much for just tuning in and sending us your questions. We clearly love what we do, and we love to be able to be a radio show and podcast where you guys just get to tune in and hear a little bit about the behind the scenes of wedding planning and the industry, but also make your wedding day like 10 times better than it could have been. So thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to hear from you guys next week. We will see you guys next week with more Wedding Pro Radio.